It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Let's keep tight. Say what? And that's where the generate, that's how uh, scissors were accidentally discovered. I thought it was wing nuts. <laughs> no, not even close. That was a year later. No, when they dulled them down. Right. Hey, you know, we're recording now, right? Oh, oh. hey, hey, we're back. <laughs> yes, we are. The dumbest thing we do. As, as all the dumb things that we do now, that, that's the dumbest. And that's, dumb, yeah. that's, that's quite an accomplishment if you think about it, because a lot of the stuff that we've done so far is pretty dumb. People might have different opinions, but I'll, I'll go with that as the dumbest for now. Anyway, uh, I guess I shouldn't be so negative. I'm kind of a dark yeah. day today, so I hope it doesn't rub off. But hey, this is, what are we? We can help. We can help with Dave and Woody. I really got right. some mental problems. Did oh, you check the email at uh, Dave and Woody podcast at gmail.com? I did earlier. Thanks for the plug. I did earlier. Nothing was there. I went to a meeting today. I got to, I got to tell you this. I went to this meeting today and this guy, old guy stands up and he introduces himself and he's promoting some sort of memory, um, you know, recovery. If you have problems finding your keys or whatever. And when he sat down, I looked at the lady next to me and I went, what did he say his name was? What does he do? <laughs> I couldn't remember. I swear. I was like, that guy made no impression on me. Oh, you I thought we were just talking before the show about old jokes that hold up, you know, old man jokes that hold up. That would be one of them. What is well, it? But that was real. I mean, the old one about, you know, someone talking about someone being hard of hearing and your first response is, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the so old- dark day, you, do you mean by weather or do you mean by oh, yes, like- weather this morning? Yeah, we had a... Um, Apparently, apparently, there's a uh, tropical depression, a tropical storm, Brett. How um, do they know it's sad, by the way? Huh? How do they know the storm is sad? Sad? A depression. It was depressed. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. Another old man joke. Mm. Well, not old man, just dad joke, maybe. Anyhow. Yes, I tried to play uh, 18 holes of golf today on my day off and only got through 13. Did you have weather? Yes, it was raining most of the day, but it was kind of that misty off and on rain. But (laughs) it came down in in buckets uh, for about 10 minutes and it it started clearing up again, but it was going to continue to rain. We have, you know, roll storm after storm rolling through, but the fairway at that point was uh, about an inch high in water. So it wasn't really much fun anymore. So 
Was it an inch but, high or an inch deep in water? Hmm. Huh. Depends on uh, your perspective. If you're very, if you're an ant, it was probably an inch high. Good point. <laughs> I'm often thinking to myself from the perspective of ants. You know. Well, well you know, hey, I do. Yeah. You know, I that is something I do in every argument. Um, the you know, and political ones aside, because we all know where those are coming from. But uh, I always try to, to figure out both sides of the story or both perspectives. I think that helps in, in rationalizing the argument, if you will, and trying to get an understanding of you know really what happened. I think that um, shows wisdom and maturity. Well, that that must be a mistake then. No, what are you doing? What are you doing with that stuff? that's good no that's that's a good outlook woody i think that's important because otherwise you're just one-sided and you know everyone knows where you're coming from that's well then you always get accused of siding with the other side you know depending on what side you're talking to it's like no i just want to understand why they did it you know why why do you think that you know i don't know those people that and that guy hit me on purpose what you think they were waiting at the corner at the stop sign to, to hit you with the car no he made a dumb mistake uh, for some reason, maybe the sun was in their eyes or something. It wasn't because they saw you coming, you know, from two miles away and decided to pull out in front of you. But uh, if it makes you feel better, sure, we'll go with that. So oh. by dark day, you had bad weather. Well, we had we had we had gale force winds during the middle of the night. I woke up at four o'clock to humming sounds of something, and then um, when we woke up in a storm. It was raining pretty hard. Uh, I don't know what the depth of the height was, but it was pretty, pretty bad. Um, but the, by the time I got out of the house, uh, my wife left early. She had to trod through it. Um, by the time I got out of the house, it kind of blown over. It was still kind of, you know, overcast. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to wow our listeners with a weather report. I'm sure they can, uh, wow, the weather, this, this is the best. We just tune into these guys and we can catch up on what's <laughs> going on in, in uh, Northeast Florida and North Carolina. It's pretty um, much that because I was accused this morning of n never realizing that I can look the weather up on my phone because it's the first thing I do when I come. My wife starts the morning by watching the news, which involves the weather. So I always go, well, what's the weather today? And she's like, well, you can look it up. I'm like, always, yeah, but you've already watched it. I always ask Constance. But since I've moved to Green Cove Springs, I, it's like she doesn't know where that is. So I, she, I'll let's just try that. Hold on a second. Alexa, what is today's weather in Green Cove Springs? In Green Cove Springs, Florida, it's 81 degrees Fahrenheit with mostly cloudy skies. Okay, Alexa, stop. Tonight. Shut up. Uh, I, think, um, I think she's catching on to me because for about the first two weeks we lived here, she'd be like, um, Nevada, you know, whatever, Sparks, Nevada. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's not even close. So I had to break it down and, you know, and go Green Cove Springs, Florida. Yeah, I mean, we talked about AI before, but that's yet another reason where AI is severely lacking is this the intelligence of these devices. They, you can ask them very specific questions and they just cannot fathom what you're asking. Do you think that's machine learning when she's yeah. picking up on my dialect? Not your dialect, but I think it's more your questions and your you know, like when you're asking the weather and you say no in this location, then they kind of go, okay, next time you want it in this location. But the fact that they couldn't figure that out at the beginning, 
based on where it's located and so forth and so on, you know, shows a lacking. Um, you know, that this thing I bought, this is like the very, this is the very first generation of, of this unit. I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's an echo. Yeah. It's an echo. The very, the first iteration of it. And hold on. Something's happened here. And the reason oh. I got it was, um, the hell's going on here the reason i got it are you out there woody yeah wow for the listeners at home dave looks lost well uh, something's hit my screen again and now you're gone which is that must be a virus well i'm wondering if she did it you know alexa messed with it now is it you were talking bad about her and she took over Let's see, there it is. Okay, so um, I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I was, you know who um, Gary V is, Vanderchuk? No, but go ahead. Gary V, he's kind of a, I don't know what he is. He's, he's an um, influencer of sorts. Uh, he's, he's big in the blogosphere on the, the LinkedIn, the Twitter, and the, he, he owned a, uh, he and his father owned a wine store and they did YouTube or something. I don't know. He's, he's like the, the soothsayer. He cusses a lot and he's a soothsayer of what you should be doing on the internet and how to make money. And, you know, he makes lots of money. I don't know what he is. Anyway. So he was saying to this guy, this guy came to him and said, I want to start a podcast, you know, please Gary. He was, you know, kneeling at his feet and said, Gary, tell me what I should do. And he goes, you should get this Alexa thing. And you should have a podcast only with her and just ask it questions. And then that'd be your podcast. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's dumb. But now we have it. And I was thinking the other day we could stump Alexa. That could be one of our little things, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get to the point where we're programming that kind of stuff. I think when it happens in um, fluidity, it's just much better. But anyway, I, I I'm in a weird space today. It's one of those, I don't know if it's a low pressure system that's done this or, or just Tuesday. Maybe it's Tuesday. Or drugs. It Maybe. could be the drugs. You know what it is? Today's Tuesday. Yeah. Well, when, people probably don't know that. Well, they do now. We usually go on Wednesday and maybe, maybe the, um, the shortness the of the week. Cycle. Yeah. The birthing cycle of a great episode has not come to its full gestation yeah i feel like we're we're fairly flat flat at the moment but you know i do want to once something dawned on me the other day probably not the best time to bring it up but uh you know there is no shortage of of podcasts out there these days um and so the fact that some some people are nice enough to listen to us i appreciate it maybe we find us entertaining uh, I hope so. And, you know, the, the best thing you could do is just recommend us to somebody else. And hopefully we, we gain some traction. So for those listeners out there, I want to thank you, you know, and continue on. Let us know. Reach out to us and uh, give us a holler. Let us know how we're doing. Well, that's nice. I kind of feel sorry for them, though. Why is I mean, that? Yeah, this is what they're doing with their lives. <laughs> <laughs> listening to weekend us. I mean, you know, you know. I, I want to jump back to. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to jump back on the subject so we don't beat that horse to death. Please. Um, 
One of the things in in uh, in my time in London that kind of and I'm thinking back on my time spent there was confusing to me was uh, was mind the gap a saying while you were there? Oh, I love that saying. Yeah, it's the greatest. Let's see, don't fall well, in the tube. Right. I guess so. People know when you're on the on trains there, um, the, the space between the train and the platform is the, they call that the gap. And there's constant reminders of mind the gap, mind the gap. And so it started after I left. I'm like, well, why are they saying it? It's like my, we were talking like we expected to see five or six people fall into this gap or there as much as they say it. Is it? Was it something as big as the the Black Plague of no, the so, 1600s? So in the tube station, the underground, that's an electrified rail down in the, the middle. As, as with all subways. Well, whatever. But I mean, the, it's not, it's not so the space can be anywhere from, I think, six inches to eight, in, let's say six to eight inches apart. And the it's, car not, moves, it's not a great chasm. It's just... No, it's not. But I've seen people go down in it. I've seen people's legs go down it. The problem is once you get on the car and everyone starts to move, the car, you know, it teeters, it totters. It, right. Once the weight shifts to the back, to the far side of the car, the the ledge pops up. So it moves. Um, the problem is, too, it's probably the audience that's coming in late at night. When, a lot of people ride the tube when they're hammered. And so um, I think there's a lot of people going down in the gap when they're when they're drunk. But no, I, I just think it's it's it was there. Mind the gap, mind the gap. And then uh, I don't know. I always thought it was kind of funny the way you said it. Well, I did, too. But then I'm like, this is the only subway system in the world I've ever ridden on that. That is a constant reminder. Like I said, I, ex I expected to see numerous people falling into this gap as as much as they made Chasm. as much as the, the as they repeated uh, it's not like mind the gun mind the homeless man you know the crazy homeless man or any of that mind the gap that's about the only safety thing they could reiterate over and over again i so. think it's kind of a british thing i think it's kind of a a londoner you know it's i don't know if there's any other town i'm sure there are that have some tube station or underground system but yeah new york city i know what you're saying i it's very London. I mean, obviously, I remember it. It was quite the conversation. And were your guys, did you notice that the cars were unmanned? Did they have those cars now that are unmanned? Because we had guys in the, in the seat. I don't know if they do that or not. All the way up front, you mean? Yeah. Not like in every car. No, no not every car. No. Yeah, there's still train operators at the front. front. I used to, when I rode the subway in New York City, I used to love to get in the first car because I could, the the doorway, of course, was locked, but you could stare out the front window. And I love going through the tunnels, you know, with the headlight on the subway watching what, you know, was, no, I didn't see anything like that. I could see your mind racing. No, it just um, sounds Fellini. <laughs> Do you know who Italian film director Fellini was? No. George, George Carlin used, uh, I'm cutting all over here, but George Carlin used to do a bit where Fellini was famous for, um, trains going into tunnels kind of phallic symbols in his uh, movies i guess it was and so i don't know i just they, they caught me there when you said that you want like the trains going into tunnels kind of fellini look it up for our listeners at home that are savvy in the cinematic prose of foreign films 
Wow, Dave's, <laughs> Dave's really on top of things. Yeah, apparently he's deep. He's deep in the uh, yeah, easy, the easy. movie. If movie, but <laughs> he's deep in the trains entering tunnels. <laughs> we <clears throat> all right. I stepped on you, but um, <laughs> well, this is a good show. We're talking about yeah, yeah. We're not we're not getting very far here, but let's keep we, let's keep let's keep plugging along. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in low gear. Four wheel drive low and just mash the gas. There you uh, go. What'd you do today? You played golf. Did you play at Pinehurst? Number two. Yeah, that my that's my home club. Um no, of course I didn't play. <laughs> Did Although I have there? played at Pinehurst, but just I, not I today. There. I played there. Number two? Uh, yeah. How'd you how'd you finagle that? So one of our factories was Hickory Business Furniture, HBF, and they're out of Hickory, mm -hmm. North Carolina. And um, I don't know, one of the people, the president of somebody was a member there, and I was one of the leading salesmen, and part of the reward was to go play number two. What year was this? Do you remember? Ninety uh or somewhere between ninety-five and, and two thousand, probably about ninety-seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I played it in the late 80s and then um it got it got redone um in the late 90s for the US Open, right? And then uh Ben Crenshaw stepped it up a little bit more in the early 2000s. But anyhow, I played it probably in the last time I played it was in 2021 maybe. And similar kind of thing, you know, a company wanted to take a few of us out. So uh, luckily I, I, I kind of got on that, the short list of people who go out there. That's the first time I've ever played golf with a caddy. Yeah, that's uh, a cool experience. I, it was in the sense that uh, as I'm, I'm not a great golfer. I mean, at my best, I was probably a 16 handicap, right? Uh, I'm just not a long hitter, but uh, needless to say, uh, walking off the first tee was really odd. Um, just walking out the note, you know, no clubs in my hand, no nothing in yeah. my hand, just walking out. And it was uh, quite an experience. It was a cool experience. But I, I told the caddy, I said, of course, the worst golfer has the, the heaviest bag. I said, that's just the rule. <laughs> Get the Rodney <laughs> Dangerfield bag, the tour yeah, bag. Exactly, with a keg in it and everything. But uh, the, the problem, well, not the problem with that course, but what people have to keep in mind is that it, it is always set up for the U.S. Open in terms of uh, because instead of high rough, which they grow in for the U.S. Open, they they just have those waste areas. So none of the fairways are very wide at all. In fact, mm -hmm. I mean, I I'm not like I said, I'm not great, but I probably only hit two fair, fairways the, the entire day. I was constantly hitting from the waste areas. But the, the first hole really set me up for how my day was going to go. I was lying to in a waste area about, I don't know, 20 yards out from the green. And I grabbed my, my sand wedge and I hit a beautiful sandwich out of there, sat it down. I mean, it bounced maybe five feet from the hole, had a bit of spin on it, you know, because when you're hitting out of the sand, you get that, you get a spin on it. And so I gave the club back to the caddy. I said, here, give me my putter. And I just start. I wasn't really paying attention after that. I walked up on the green. I'm like, looking around, like, where's my ball? And he goes, oh, you're about 30 feet off the green. It, those greens are so crowned. And it's so, the grass is so thin. And like I said, set up for the U.S. Open year round. My ball hit up there, spun. 
rolled off the side of the green and rolled about 30 yards away from the pin. So uh, I chipped back up on the green, rolled back down, chipped onto the green, rolled back down. Finally, I just got my putter out. Yeah, yeah, I scored a seven or eight on the first hole when I was lying, you know, when I hit it next to the pin on my third shot. It was the whole day was just that course just beat the snot out of me. But uh, nonetheless, a great the cat, walk the in the sun. Like- I'm not going to tip out of this deal. I know I'm not. <laughs> I, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't paying, but uh, nonetheless, I was a little worried about that. But I will tell you what: these guys—they were two young kids. Um, both, both of them, their parents were caddies there at the at the club, and they knew that. They told me where to putt and how fat, and that's the only thing that saved my day. Is they told me where to putt. And I was able to make a lot of putts that day. To get, I made up a lot of strokes on putting that day. So I think it was pretty much the course du jour back when ninety. I can't remember what happened. Was it the U.S. Open or? Yeah, they they were bringing the U.S. Open back and to the Pinehurst, and that's because me and a bunch of friends went there in the eighties. We did a five day, four night stay at. Pinehurst and it was only like 1700 bucks right and we were staying in rounds the of golf or something like that yeah you could play as much as you wanted it was yeah. unlimited golf um you had to reserve time on number two that was the only thing there was only there were seven courses at the time at the at there now they're up to nine I think but there were seven we stayed in the uh, that fancy fancy four-star hotel across from the course and uh, we got free dinner every night. And part of the requirement was, is we had to, dinner, you had to go in coat and tie, right? Mm. And yeah. we were a bunch of uh, headbangers, long-haired headbangers at the time. So we brought a coat and tie. But then we found out for an extra five bucks, you could have room service instead. So we would call down every night and they would came up, they would put tablecloth on the table in your room, flower, you know, like a flower centerpiece. It was, it was so funny. We'd order down and get, we want some uh, filet mignon with the au jus sauce. You know, <laughs> they start to know what's by the end of the week. There's four dudes in the room. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> they knew what was going on. It was hilarious. So we had right. a good time. Well, we, we covered uh, Pinehurst and all that good Look, stuff. Rich. Yeah. I felt rich those yeah. days but well, uh, needless to say i wasn't so okay you gotta you gotta walk the walk every once in a while right uh, all right well this has been a great show so we'll see you next yeah. <laughs> um well you said you had a word for me like you were gonna see if i'm an idiot oh, yeah. today okay you ready yeah bramble always what the word is bramble mm, bramble Dude. Sounds like a whiskey, but uh, I think, or am I thinking of something else? Is that like a, um, what's, uh, like a burr, uh, a burr that sticks to your clothes? Mm, close. A bramble. Is a... You're real close, actually. So I'm just semi-stupid. No, well, you're not an idiot. Okay. Well, there you okay. go. So, what, explain to me why did Bramble come to mind? Okay, so I watch a show on YouTube. I watch a host of shows, but one of 
One of them is. Let's not is, get into those those shows. No, there's you nothing. Know, something um, someone does Dallas, you know, that kind of, of stuff. No, Dave, you got to stay away of, from just it. Just shut up a second. One of them is called um, <laughs> um, Buck and Billy Ray. Buck and Billy Ray, I think it is. He's a Canadian guy from Vancouver, up in Vancouver Island, and he's a he's a log logman, a loggerman, log. He 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 he's he he's an axe kid. man. He's an axe man. Yeah. And um, he basically was a tree guy. All of his, he's 50, I don't know. He's in his fifties, 54, 55 years old now. And he's just got this crazy personality, but um, he was cutting up a tree. He had to cut down a big fir tree in his backyard and he fell it into this kind of downside of the lot in the back of his house. Well, the bramble is any rough tangled prickly shrub, usually in the genus rubus which grows blackberries raspberries or dewberries and so it's a you know a thicket basically that's not really something you can navigate walking through it and so what he was showing us was with a certain chainsaw he was just gonna fell fell the tree fall the tree fell the tree fell the tree into the bramble and then he was gonna go down there and i had another word for it what he would do is um slash it so instead of what he was saying is it's a hole in the backyard. I'm not going to worry about cleaning it all up. I'm just going to slash it, which means cut all the bramble down, cut all the, the top of the fir tree of pieces and then let it decompose. Um, oh. but, but he kept saying bramble about a hundred times. I'm like, yeah, okay, there's the word right there. Do you think the producers, like he was calling it the, the, the SH word no, there's no producer. like i'm just gonna drop it in the the, the he's the, the producer crap hole. Buck, buck and billy ray check him out he's actually pretty he's actually pretty cool he's got this, like a long program like an hour yeah, or is no it... yeah he he's um i've actually been watching him gosh for i don't know when i started this youtube craze you know watching these shows but i started with him buck and billy ray i was i was early on he's probably close to half a million subscribers but I was in the beginnings, the early thousands with him. And then I kind of got tired of him. But then I watched this show called um, Outdoors with the Morgans. I told you about them. They, they live in a place called Cranberry. Um, I don't know, Cranberry something outside of near Pittsburgh. And they're, they're in the similar valley where my daughter goes to school. So I can, they have the same weather system. Cranberry Township is where they live outside of Pittsburgh, outside of Beaver Falls and Beaver. And then I watch uh, Lumna Acres, and that's a husband and wife. They have a daughter, but they live up in New Hampshire, and they just bought 500 acres, and they're turning it back from woodland to pasture and building off-grid kind of stuff. They're young 30s. Um, and then I watch a guy up in northern Ontario called My... Um, Sharona. My, my, yeah, my Self-Reliance. And it's a guy named Sean James, I think his name is. And he's basically bought 30 acres, but he's up against crown, you know, national land where nobody, he, he wants to live. There was a guy in Alaska who wrote this book. He lived in Alaska back in the sixties and he chronicled his life living in a cabin by himself up there in Alaska. And he, you know, just ate worms and, uh, and lived. He's pretty famous in the in the outdoors world. I can't remember his name, but anyway, this guy got involved in that kind of stuff, and now he went up to and he only uses hand tools, and he's built 
this cabin and all kinds of stuff. So I don't know. I live kind of vicariously. I like, I love the outdoors. My wife's like, when the heck do you watch this stupid stuff? I was kind of an outdoorsy person when I was younger and I just don't do that stuff anymore, but I love, I could, you know, yeah, that, I like it. Go ahead. I, was just, I like the fact you can do something you like and profit from it. Well, they're doing well. Um, the guy in Northern Ontario, I can't even imagine what he's making. He's got probably two or 3 million subscribers, but you know, it's work. Those guys, they have to do the work. And then the guy over at, uh, in Pennsylvania, they own a hundred acres of woods. And basically he's got, you know, he makes, who else owns a hundred acres of woods? Who? Pooh bear. It was a hundred acre wood. Did you not know? Remember that? Okay. We're boycotting this. <laughs> We're boycotting Disney. Thank you. We live in Florida. Well, that's right. You don't want that tax money. That 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 they don't uh, pay taxes. They don't pay taxes. I, I didn't mean to say it that way. I meant the revenue that tourism brings. Care. Doesn't affect Clay County. <laughs> yeah, sure it doesn't. They probably pull off and buy gas here. That's probably we'll, we'll take that. <laughs> yeah, and you you roll Look, it up. I grew up in Orlando before before Disney, and Disney ruined it, so they can suck it. I don't care. What you were do. not there before Disney. I was 1963. Disney came in 72. But we've had this conversation and you lost that one too. <laughs> I was there before Disney. But when did Disney? Okay. All right. Uh, it just ruined Florida, Florida would be what it is today without Disney. That's fine. I'd, I, we were 65,000 people in Orlando. So we'd probably be 100,000 people by now. We still, have, of, we still have a citrus industry. We'd still have small. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, the canker thing was a hoax. The canker scare was, <laughs> no, it was. It was the way to get rid of the, the citrus off the land so they could develop it in housing. Yeah. Don't get me started. That they, They're terrible. We'll go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Wouldn't be that it's just not, cheaper not, to ship it and make advocate. it somewhere else. I'm, I'm not an advocate for what's, what, I don't want to get political, but we're not going to get political, but I'm saying no. I'm an advocate for what dissent, I think they've gotten a little bit out over their skis. I'm a, I'm a conservative Republican and I believe in less government. So from a standpoint of what's going on. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, this isn't a DeSantis grudge match, by the way. This, this was on the books. Disney had to come to the table. They've been pushing it off. And they've had the power and authority to do so because they could wave the sign and say, look, we're Disney, leave us alone. So all he did was get him to the table with some, with some political expediency. But I think 
the Republican legislature in, in Tallahassee is a tad bit out over their skis um, with, with the power. And because now we're dictating to business what they can and can't do. And I don't like government. I don't like government getting in our way. And, and he's, he's, they're on the cusp of doing stupid stuff. Yeah. Well, like you said, we'll, we'll, yeah, I appreciate your, your input from someone who lives in Florida It knows what's going on. It's good to get the the grasp of what's going on. Anyway, I'll tell you what made me feel, feel dumb the other day though. Okay. If something is smaller than something else, it is littler, littler, right? Is that a word? Littler? I don't think so. It is. Now spell it. L-I-T-T-L-E-R. Littler. Littler. L-I-T-T-L-E-L-E-R. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. She'll never get this one. Alexa, how do you spell littler? Littler is spelled L-I-T-T-L-E-R. No, no. Alexa, define. You've had it right there. Ligular is an adjective usually defined as. (laughs) Alexa, stop. Be quiet for a minute. Alexa, define littler. Alexa, are you with us? Define littler. Literature is usually defined as. (laughs) Alexa, stop. Right, Wait, she's time. we gotta fire her. The last time. Alexa, define littler. Littler is a form of the word little. As an adjective, little is usually defined as small in size, not big, not large, tiny. As an adverb, little is usually defined as not at all, used before a verb. As a noun, little is usually defined as a small okay, amount, that's enough. quantity, or degree. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for little. She, yeah, but she told us what little was, but she never told us what littler was. She and said it, it was a form of littler. Yeah, and I know. It, it, so it means it's smaller. Right. But I didn't know it was, I, I thought it was spelled L-I-T-T-L-I-E-R. Littler. That's the little. French version. But it is L-I-T-T-L-E-R. And this was a Jeopardy. We... Do you watch the, is that the chick from uh, Big Bang? No, not Big Bang. Yeah, okay, I don't like her on there. You know why? Because she says, as a fellow neuroscientist, she, 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 no, you're an actress. So just knock it off. Or she's a doctor, doesn't she have a PhD? I don't care. That's so not what she practices. We got We have some corrections from last week. Um, last week, I threw out the sheet probably. Hang on a second. Uh, last week, the words were, um, yeah, I threw out the sheets. Um, bric-a-brac. And I was trying to be really smart and say the origins of the words. And it turns out bric-a-brac is not English. It's French. Um, really? Yeah. The origin of, of bric- bric-a-brac is French. Bric-a-brac. I never looked up bauble or trinket. Um, too busy. Yeah, a lot on my plate. <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, oh, um, Chachki. I know, Chachki. Chachki. and I said Chachki is Jewish. No, it's Hebrew, but 
I don't know the connection well, to Yiddish. It's yeah, Yiddish. that's that's close enough. I'd give you half a point for that. Yeah, but anyway, bric-a-brac is French. I mean, who knew? So now, Ooh. now when someone says "parlez-vous français?" Uh, bric-a-brac, we, we. I do. My that. son took French. You know what? What is it? I told all three of my kids take Spanish. Did one of them take Spanish? No. I'm like, what? If there's one language that can help in the United States right now, it's Spanish. Latin. Take Latin. That's what I had to do. Oh God, it's a dead language. No, but yeah, my brother did that. Yeah, helped you become a school teacher. It helps me with. Um, I can look at certain words, except for this show. I can look at certain <laughs> words and and break them apart and figure them out for the most part, but not always. Um, I don't know. For all, it sucked. Basically, I only came out with one um, one translation. <laughs> Did I ever tell that story? No. I can't. I can't say. Uh, well, I don't know. No, I don't know. So, so we had a teacher named Carol Egoff. She's dead now, at Boone, and she was a, a Boone graduate herself. She went to Florida State. She was in the band, and then she came back, graduated from Florida State, and she came back to Boone and started teaching. She went to school with my elder brothers and sisters. And so um, she knew me and she knew I was kind of a clown. And so, but she taught Latin. She was like, if she was a hundred pounds dripping wet, she was heavy, but she's just a rail thin girl. Um, but Miss, Miss Egoff. And so I, I only passed the class. I was playing football with a C because I would clean the erasers. Remember we had blackboards? Yes. Clean the erasers clean and clean the, the blackboards. And that's the only reason I passed the class. You're tall enough to reach the top of the blackboard. Probably is why she well, asked Well, maybe. But um, so, so in that classroom, Latin, by the time I got to Latin 4, um, you know, there wasn't enough kids taking Latin. So you had Latin 1 kids in one part of the class, 2, 3, and 4. So we were all sitting in one class. And um, the, part of the curriculum, a part of the day was we had to translate from English to Latin. And then she would switch gears and go Latin back to English. So I only knew one phrase <laughs> the whole <laughs> the whole time. Um, oh, it's so stupid. I guess I got to say it now. But yeah. it's it's poorly translated. The she would say, "Okay, Theus, I need you to translate," and she'd be like really serious about it. But she knew I was going to say the same thing over and over again. <laughs> and and um, she goes, "Okay." Do I have a volunteer? And, and I wouldn't raise my hand. She'd go, Theus, what's the translation? I'd go, um, hold on. Dehi uh, mihi bonum caput. I'm done. Dehi mihi bonum caput. All right, let's see if Alexa knows what this is. No. Alexa, what does this mean? Dehi mihi bonum caput. Recorded as Bonham, Bonham and even Bonham. This interesting surname is French, but is well recorded in England. It originates okay. from the medieval phrase Bonham meaning a good man. <laughs> okay, stop. And as such was given as a Alexa, stop. to a kind of Alexa. Alexa, the Latin <laughs> word caput. Sorry, I'm not sure about that. Oh, you're an idiot. She's pissed. Me. All right, anyway, so we this every it means, week. It means give it me good never head. Dance. No. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> yes. So every and time she would okay ask, with this. Every, I swear to God, every time she would ask me to translate, I'd go, uh, um, and she knew it was coming, and I'd go, uh, right. 
Dehi mihi bonum kaput. And I go, I don't, that's all I got, you know? And so the whole class would erupt, start laughing. They're like, come on, man. Then, then we had this thing at Boone where every senior class, they would pave and concrete a certain part of the campus. And so they had a Latin club, this big sheet of concrete, like four by eight sheet of concrete. And we were all supposed to go up there and sign our names. Well, I snuck up on my bicycle in the middle of the night with a nail and wrote Dehi Mihi Bonum Kaput. <laughs> I, had to, I had to go to the office for that. How she knew it was you? So, well, there was no one else that would do that. I only have, uh, my, my, uh, my three years of Spanish in high school, I think, amounted to the, the phrase, Tu estas de mi That's what I say all of it. Anytime I meet someone who speaks Spanish, I, I say that at some point in a conversation. What does so, that mean? Uh, you're full of poo-poo. So. <laughs> right after you ask where the banjo is i don't know <laughs> right exactly we had, a kid, we had a kid from haiti in my class this year uh she spoke french creole and and it's uh, thank god for i'm like are you kidding me so they they send me this she's just a sweetheart and that's all she spoke not a lick of english she spoke french creole how does I mean, that she, work I don't understand how they send his kids to school like that. Okay. So, and I, I want to be careful how I say this, but, I, and I'm just new to this as a new teacher. Now I know how it works, right. but it's a numbers game, right? So if, if you've got like 50 kids that speak Spanish and they all live in the territory where you teach, then you get a sign from the County. I think it's called ESL. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. Second you, language. Yeah. yeah. You get someone that comes in who can speak Spanish and, and, teach them english but if if you got a weird language and the yeah. numbers don't work you're kind of <laughs> so they call me up and say yeah we're sending the uh i don't know what her name was jan no it wasn't janet but some something we'll make up um, a name for, for for whatever reason Julie. yeah anyway so uh i'm like okay cool you know i'll i'll take her and she was but there's the only thing i needed to know is she's she's from haiti i'm like okay and i said all right. And she goes, but she only speaks French Creole. And I'm like, okay, what do I do with that? So she, when they said they're sending her to you, I'm presuming she goes to all different classes throughout the day. Oh yeah. No, everyone, everyone's got her. And so okay, it's Google translate. It's huh. the kid. I, I got it. She's probably my, one of my, in the, in the, all my students, 120 kids, roughly she's in the top 10. The, the hardest working, one of the hardest yeah. working individuals I know. And she, I would give her a worksheet in her classroom or Google classroom. She would copy and paste it into Google translator. It would read back to her in French um, Creole. She and would they complete, have that. She would complete the work in French Creole, then back translate to English and turn in her paper. She was amazing. And she, I, how can I not remember her name? Um, Oh, that's a disappointing, but, um, just a sweetheart of a girl and just a hardworking person. But I mean, you know, from fish out of water. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I don't, I, I hear about this all the time. You know, when my kids going through the public school system, everything, Oh, we got a new student. Today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Only speaks, you know, German or, you know, some dialect out of Asia or something like that. I'm like, well, how, how, how they just sit there all day and stare at the teacher i you know i really didn't understand how this worked so i had a full-time they call it a full-time 
full-time sub or full-time temporary. I don't know what it is. I was a substitute teacher. This is two years ago. Right. And, and I was um, at another junior high and I, it was like a six week or eight week gig. And this reading, um, you know, when you take, when the kids have to go back and do remedial reading classes and um, yeah. So this kid comes in from Cuba and uh, I'm like, Cuba, how did you get here? And he told me something. <laughs> it wasn't a boat ride. I think, Mom. He, I think he came through Mexico. He was one of these kids. He, I think it was one of these border crossing deals. I'm like, Cuba and Mexico. That's, isn't there like a water in between you and there? But um, he didn't <laughs> speak between English. everything in Cuba. But okay. Yeah, I guess the Cubans don't speak a lot of English for the most part. But so I had him reading cuban literature or mexican mexican spanish literature and they said no 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 you can't do that you got to teach him english and i'm like i can barely speak this myself how am i gonna you know, is this what i'm supposed to be doing is teaching this kid english so those guys are quick. So to teach, when they say teach him english you meant teach him the subject in english <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i was on the end of that gig when they when they finally came I don't know what happened, how I got out of that, but it was horrible. Um, I felt bad for you know, kid, because I mean, you yeah, know. that's why I feel bad for all these kids. It's like, why are they just th thrusting them into the situation that's not going to pan out? You should be some place or somehow you to, to first teach them English. You know, no matter what language you speak, I think if you if you give them immersion in English language, it, it will pan out no matter what. You know, the kids are so adaptive and so they can, you know, that's the best time in your life to learn a second language is when you're young. Yeah, like well, that. he was, but, he was picking it up, but it was, it was, it was tough on the teacher. I think it was, I think it was more difficult for me than it was for him. He was figuring it out. I don't know. You know, obviously you're, you're developing uh, the curriculum, right? For your course. Yeah, we've done that course map. Yep. Right. Well, I, I want to make a suggestion that you include something in there where, uh, they have to download and listen to every podcast of We Can Help with Dave and Woody. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think yeah, that would be a prudent prudent exercise in life. So when you start teaching, at least in our county, um, there's a, there's a uh, onboarding kind of thing that you have to go through. And apparently <laughs> social media is a, is a problem for instruction and uh, teacher, teacher, student interaction. It, it makes sense. I mean, I, yeah. someone did, it's like seatbelts are safe. You should wear them. 
someone didn't have to tell me this, but apparently there was some woman and I don't, she was in the County somewhere. I don't know where it was, but there was some woman, a young, young gal, and she had either a TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. I don't know what she had, but it was salacious. Um, <laughs> and so she was, she was wooing the kids to, to tune into it, you know, to, to oh get my following. God. and, um, she got fired apparently. <laughs> you know so my well, problem, like teachers who sleep with their kids no it's disgusting so my problem is um and this happened when i would substitute you know they, they give you a big name badge with your name on it and um all the kids have cell phones even the, like yeah. the elementary kids and so yeah, i'd sad. be sitting there, i'd be sitting there in a substitute role and all of a sudden this kid would go hey he's verified on twitter <laughs> just blow up in the room i'm like what are you talking about he goes yeah mr theus you're verified on twitter check. How, how did you get a blue check and i'm like oh crap and so and then it would spread like firestorm so i had to have a conversation you know i i, I never talked about it but right. as soon as someone figured it out um so they, a lot of them know that i do this uh i don't talk about it but the, and i've told them once yeah. the word comes out i say here's the deal you will not follow me if i catch you follow me i'll block you because I don't need 12 and 13 year olds following me around. That's just not going to work out. Then, okay. So that's the age group you teach. Okay. I didn't realize that. Huh? What? I didn't realize the age group you taught. Yeah, no, it's not good. Um, but that, they're, they're very understanding. When I finally had that conversation, it kind of a come to Jesus moment. I said, no, no, we're not doing this. But that's almost like a dare to that kid. Right now they're going to well, come up it, with fake accounts. To that, sneak that, in. Is, that happened. And you're exactly right. They said, oh, okay, well, I'll show you. And I, I'm very astute at what's going on. So I, I would just start blocking them. And then they gave it's up. kind of funny to think they can, they can get, I mean, why, I mean, what are they going to get out of you in this, in this conference? Nothing. Yeah, there's, no, there's, there's nothing not, scandalous. I just, live, it's just that they can. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't, I know where I adopted this, but some time ago I adopted this beyond live beyond reproach, you know, kind of like um, vice president yeah. Pence. Um, yeah, well, yeah. well, sort of, <laughs> but I, I, I live beyond reproach. And so I don't put myself in situations where it could be misconstrued by the general public. And I think right. running for office kind of made me think that way. My wife was very diligent about, you know, making sure that I understood there's no friends in politics and, you know, people are yeah. and that sort of stuff. They'll, if they want to find something, they will find something. So yeah, there's but, plenty out there. Yeah, a couple thoughts crossed my mind. It, it, one of them is this crazy stuff people do at work and somehow think it's not going to get them fired. Um, the, you know, I don't know if this girl, one of the companies that I work for, um, and this was at the, the onset of email, right? And so maybe there wasn't a lot of thought in her mind. Well, wait, wait, will you hear what she did? But uh so she was sending emails to the men of the office, uh, soliciting herself in the stairwell of the office building. <laughs> Thinking, it, yeah, she just did an email blast to all the men in the office. And <laughs> seriously, in the stairwell? Yes, in the stairwell. I've actually heard of this before. Go ahead. I want... Maybe I told you the story before because it, it, this is quite old story. But, no. you know, uh, what do you think the number one question was? 
when this story broke. Come on. What floor? Let's see. Oh. No, they're going right. <laughs> What's the going right? Right. <laughs> Instead of, did anybody take her up on the offer or, good God, we got to get her out of here? So, what's the going right? <laughs> Is that like George Costanza? Someone have told me that was wrong. I mean, I, what, am I supposed to say, never would have, lady? Never would have. Yeah, yeah, I always liked it. Is that wrong? No one ever <laughs> said thing about that. Because clearly, if someone said so, I wouldn't have done that. That would well, that that tops one of the craziest things. Did she get to the point where she? You know, I heard a story. Uh, I'm gonna be careful, but it went very long because she did an email blast. Was the problem? So she was out of there in in, in short time. Well, she probably said, "Look, the the standard opening of emails is less than five percent. Five percent higher, though." So she figured, yeah, because get that many, yeah, yeah. She's thinking she's working the metrics to her side, you know. Well, yeah, she found a new way of advertising and uh, took advantage well, of it. Was she? You know? So you're saying she was a working girl? This was like a side hustle, so to speak. I, yeah, she was working for the company and working girl. So she charged. Side. This wasn't something she did for for fun. I, I assume so. Uh, I was not the you recipient of one was, of these. <laughs> you know, I don't. This was many, many years ago. Inflation. This would throw that number off uh, by now, <laughs> but uh, you know, I was not one of the recipients of the, the emails. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Venmo. <laughs> what was that guy's name? He just died. Um, the mayor of Cincinnati. That's how he got busted. He wrote some <laughs> some hooker a check. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. What was his name? Uh, he he had that show on TV where you know checking out your um if you're the daddy or not. He just died. He's oh oh you know no um yeah shoot he was mayor of Cincinnati I always thought it was Chicago what was his name they 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 chanted it in the show yeah everyone in the whole all three of our listeners are like that Jerry Springer Jerry Springer he was the mayor of Cincinnati and he wrote checks to hookers and then they (laughs) said he goes I didn't do that he goes well there's a canceled check. Hey, I mean, oh, you could do it. anything in politics and still get your job back. I mean, you what's know, his name? Barry in Washington, D.C. was caught on camera doing coke and getting back. I just wonder. I don't know. I mean, I've done stupid stuff, mind you, and I've and I've gotten yeah. in trouble. You know, I've paid the piper before, but uh, I, I I tend to think more now. You know, and there's something in my mind, my it's my conscious or my whatever it is goes off and says, This isn't a good idea. Um yeah. Yeah, but you don't think that far ahead when you're young, right? You're living for the moment. I guess you think you can get away with it, or you're not even thinking that you you don't you're not even thinking along that you're thinking this is gonna be funny. Yeah, or it's gonna feel good. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and so, so or funny and feel good i don't know i don't know but, uh, yeah. i always used to watch the news and say what an idiot why did the guy do it that way i would have done it this way and then i'm like he's <laughs> all, and he's an idiot that's why <laughs> i always say everybody get there very few people get away with anything especially in this day and age it's well now we're at the opposite end right you, you can't get away with something you did 20 years ago you know, we, we got to go back and, and look at everybody's history and figure figure out what you did at some point in your life. And we'll, we'll make that uh, the uh, so, your problem of the day. 
So I was watching um, some Senate or congressional hearing somewhere and um, exciting stuff. Yeah. Well, that's part of my, my, uh, you're the guy who watches C-SPAN. <laughs> well, no, not C YouTube. Anyway. Oh, okay. So I'm watching this um, testimony and they're pulling up the guy, the, the guy cross-examining says, well, on such and such, such a date, you tweeted this and said this in your tweet. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's a, you know, you can do it. If you go to my Twitter account and hit tweets and responses, it shows everything I've ever said. So it's kind of, it's in, it's documented. But I mean, we've got people that are going back uh, six years ago on June 14th, you said this in your tweet and you're like, do you remember that? And then you go, no. And you go, well, then how can you remember? (laughs) It's just, it's mind boggling. But but then again, there's that beyond reproach, you know, when I, I, I am guarded, although you could probably go back to my Twitter feed and say, well, you shouldn't have said this, but I'm, I'm typically pretty guarded about thinking ahead that this could come back to haunt me. I don't know why, but. Uh, well, I remember you would, get, you would get paranoid when certain certain uh, of your friends, including myself, would, would, would tweet back something, you know, in, in kind of suggesting something about your innocuous tweet and you'd get all nervous. Stop it, knock it off. <laughs> well the good news is i never made it to you know i wasn't a threat to someone apparently you, you you're not if you're not a threat if you're not polling they don't even bother with you you know yeah but once you i'm sure to- they had a, a a dossier written up on you a short one at the very least you know something the easy stuff to to really yeah. take you down had you shown any kind of uh promise well like you said earlier the problem with today's world is some of the stuff that we might have done when we were kids may pan out to be in your favor now i mean look at you yeah know. I, I don't know why anybody wants to be um a, a politician in this day and age but nonetheless we can we can talk to that another day it's yeah. kind of getting late yeah i don't want to get too far what's what's going on at the woody house tonight what's the special effects <laughs> square dance lessons tonight i want to get on it it's getting late we got yes, a hoedown yeah. coming up. Hoedown. Yeah, we got a hoedown coming up. And uh, I need that to get the kids. stairwell that you do your hoedowns. <laughs> Very good. That was a good one. You know, I'm doing so, this. Yeah, I don't want to get a whole other subject going, but yeah. Do uh, you know, do you remember taking square dance lessons yes. being part of gym class? Well, I went to a parochial school in my, um, classical education from kindergarten through sixth in trinity lutheran elementary in orlando and we had a um, pe class outdoors and on the four square court we learned how to square dance and i used to think how stupid it was but then you know we had a big dance we had a big performance where we had to square dance our kids our parents would come and watch us we had to dress up in a shirt and tie and the girls wore skirts and stuff it's crazy i thought maybe you wore a skirt no um but in hindsight i can't even imagine us doing that in today's world to teach kids well it would get to it'd be, it'd be too much of uh touching right because you actually had to hold hands and oh yeah. kind of grab the waist to spin yeah, but, but that it, kind of unlike stuff- you, i never square danced outside of gym class in my life well it's not something i do they I mean, yeah. Do they still do it? Square dancing? I think in some like classical education setup, 
that they do those types of things. Um, I don't know. There's so much, that's a whole nother show. Maybe we can get into maybe have a serious night one night and just, no, it doesn't have to be labeled serious, but there's so much stuff that's changed uh, that I don't think it's really for the good. Um, but well, you're getting old. Oh yeah. Well, that's exactly what I, I hear myself say that it echoes in my head. I'm like, man, that's, that says exactly what someone old would say, you know, and uh, yeah, there's know, something I'm, to be said about the things of old that have gone by, you know, some of things should come back, but square dancing and gym class, not one of them in my, uh, I mean, it, I'm sure we can live without it. And obviously we have, it's just. Well, not in the Woody household. Cause we're, we're, we're learning tonight for sure. Do you have a caller? Or do you have a, is it on the rate, uh, like a, a DVD or something? Well, there's only four of us home tonight. So we'll have to get the, get the um, cassette player out and have the uh, have it play from there <laughs> the real the real get the real the real rolling the real the real <laughs> all right well i don't want to keep you from dosey doing and twirl your all right head, what they call them all right all right you... let's know again dave and woody podcast at gmail.com and i'll be sure to put I that... see some emails this week yeah somebody drop us just drop i tell you what if you made it this far on the show Maybe you're an idiot, but if you if you made it this far, <laughs> but drop us a note, even if you want to curse at us or something like that. And I think it's you're an idiot. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny us, to me. Yeah. Drop us an email so we can, so that's just not us talking to each other. If <laughs> it is, I'm enjoying myself. There right, you we go. Gotta, we gotta go. All right, my name's Dave. I'm Woody. And this is Weekend Help with David Woody. David Woody. Swing your partner round and round. round. All right, later. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.